Welcome to The One About Careers with Devin and Sarah Jane, a career podcast for adults involved with teens navigating life after high school. We help you help your teens make informed education and career decisions by providing quality information and resources. Join us for weekly bite-sized conversations covering various aspects of careers, including insights from professionals in different fields. New episodes available every week at theoneaboutcareers.com. Welcome to episode 13 of The One About Careers, and I'm talking this way because I know it's going to be a doozy. Uh, Devin and I have some opinions about this one. So today we're really going to talk, start delving into a little tiny glimmer into personality temperament or character strengths, depending on what you mean by that. So what do you mean by that, Devin? I love it. You say we have opinions like we're going to start, you know, virtually fist fighting or something. Um, I, (laughs) I am a huge fan of looking at character strengths when it comes to career development. Um, so the whole concept of character strengths, just to give some background comes out of the field of positive psychology. Um, I think a lot of times when you think psychology, you think of, you know, the person who has like bipolar disorder and they need to go get fixed. Um, But positive psychology is the flip of that. It's looking at what are the strengths that you have and how do you maximize using them? And it's interesting because um, there's so many elements that come into this. There's so many different ways to look at it. Uh, But generally speaking, you know, research shows that when you are regularly using two to three of your top five character strengths on a regular basis, you are likely to be happier at work. You are likelier to have higher job satisfaction. And that's, this is, so this, it tends to be a big core of what I talk about with my clients. Um, So character strengths, there are, oh my gosh, 20 some odd of them in the via character strengths um, assessment that you can do online for free. We'll link it in the show notes if you want to go check it out. Um, but they're, they're things that you bring into certainly the workplace, um, but they're also things that you bring into your daily life. So there's stuff like um, fairness, gratitude, um, humor, leadership. Uh, I had a client whose top character strength when she did the assessment came out as love. <laughs> and she was, <laughs> she was very funny. She was like, sure, my character is love. Great is love. That's really wonderful. And I remember saying to her, but can you imagine what the world would be like if everybody's top strength was love? And she kind of paused and went, okay, fine. <laughs> but, you know, it's, just like any other type of assessment that you do or any assessment of sort of what your personality is or any of that kind of stuff. It's a matter of what does that look like for you and how does that fit into the world of work? How would you carry that into the workplace and how can you leverage that to build an incredible career? Um, Where do you see this come into play with your clients? How do you talk about this stuff? I think in two ways. One is the character strengths piece that you're talking about I kind of relate that in some ways to values Mm. um, which then can be environment and by environment I don't mean industry so last episodes we talked a little bit about interests and sometimes interests lead us to a particular industry um and they also lead us to an environment environment per se in terms of that 
But character strength sometimes can lead us, give us more information about the kind of environment that we would thrive in, the kind of workplace, um, the kind of supervisor who would we would work really well with. The other piece is, for me, is to do with personality temperament and understanding. So I'm going to take a really basic, not this isn't basic. Um, this is... <laughs> I mean, it is, it is, but it isn't because nobody, very few people understand it. Introversion, extroversion. We throw those words around and people don't understand the strengths of each of them and understanding how those uh, play out in the workplace. So in a meeting, for instance, making sure that introverts have time to think about whatever it is that the subject matter is. I'm pausing there also because, you know, dramatic effect to give them the time to also then articulate that and have the extroverts shut the bleep up. Mm -hmm. um, I can say that because I'm an extrovert. Uh, so it's so it's being mindful about these things. And when I when I work with clients, part of that is also around. OK, so what parts of the job search itself are they going to be really good at because they're introverted or extroverted? And what parts are they going to suck at or what parts do they need to be aware of or think about their interviewer and what they're doing? So personality to me really comes into play in terms of the environment and how someone can succeed um, or even a particular environment, which I'll just drop this on you. So one of the personality temperaments I love is something called personality dimensions for those of us who are Canadian, true colors for those of us who are American. And it divides uh, the population into four groups or categories. Um, a person can be any one of those four categories and still want to be a nurse. How it plays out in is the environment. So do they want to go into research do they want to work in pediatrics or obstetrics or palliative care? Do they want to work in the emergency room? Or do they want to work in, uh, in administration or in surgical? And so all of those are talking about different personality groupings. And that can help lead them to be more successful. So last time you referred to people as you know, sometimes being really confused about feeling like, oh, I don't like, I've made the wrong decision. When, no, they didn't make the wrong decision. They're in the wrong environment. Yeah. So we just need to, it might be switching departments within the same company. Um, here's one of the amazing facts uh, is that from 2022 results of university and college students in Canada, uh, it's a, the majority of individuals who graduate want to stay at the same employer for the rest of their life. So this piece, this character strength piece and personality piece is critical so that they are being upfront with the employer about who they are. And also, are you know, you can use that stuff, right, on resumes and interviews. I find it comes up a lot uh, for me uh, talking about doing informational interviews. So if I've had people do like at the character strengths assessment or any kind of personality assessment, and we talk about that, when we start building a list of, okay, if you are looking at this career and you're talking to somebody who's in it or something related, 
What are things that you need to know? There are absolutely, you know, there's standard questions you can ask anywhere, but the value of doing an informational interview is finding out stuff that you can't find anywhere else and finding things that are pertinent to you. So if you're somebody who excels at leadership, you are probably not going to want to be in an environment, not necessarily where you don't take a leadership role. To me, leadership is a function, so not so much a job title, but if you are talking to somebody and the organization they work for or something that's really common in the industry they're in is to just like sit down, shut up and take your orders, you are not going to work well there. That is not going to work for you. Similarly, one of your top strengths is love. If you are going into environments that are highly competitive, highly critical, you are going to suffer. You're not just going to struggle. You're going to suffer. Like, And these are the things that that's where it's like, you know, think about those strengths. What are the things that are important to you and how can you find out ahead of time what sort of information you need to know to make the right decision for you in this environment? And those are things you're not going to find out from necessarily watching YouTube, watching TikTok, you know, just doing a quick Google search. Like those are one-on-one conversations that you can have. Absolutely. I love that example too, because, you know, the thing about character strengths often when I do those with individuals, all of a sudden, you know, the, the, the awareness opens up because they realize most, a lot of the people I work with are burnt out. Mm-hmm. And really, when they look at their character strengths, they discover that they, they are now able to articulate how they became burnt out because these things weren't being respected in the environment that they were. So it isn't that the the career choice they made is wrong. It's Mm. that they need a different environment. And when you're looking at informational interviews, I love that suggestion, Devin. I use it with um, my clients in terms of job search too. it, It can be a very efficient way of job searching. Um, and it's way more robust than, um, most of the tools that people use. Uh, so it's, Super example. Uh, is there what kinds of questions I'll just that would you ask in like can you give an example of a question you might ask in an information interview or in an interview itself to sort of suss out something about the environment that's important to that individual? Um, it's a good question. Um I think in, let's say one of your top strengths is teamwork. Um, You come out as the person who wants to be in a team. Then I think questions you're asking in an informational interview or a job interview, I think questions you're asking are around things like when a new project comes in, how does the team function around that? What is the process that it goes through? You know, if, if uh, um, a new client, let's say you work for a construction company, doesn't matter what your job is. Let's say you work for a construction company and your company's been hired. Step-by-step, break it down. What does the process look like? How does it, you know, who does it go to first? Which department handles it? And then um, you can always ask too around things like, how does the team communicate around projects? Like in terms of meetings, how do you do it? Do you use Slack? Do you use, um, do you have like a company intranet? Do you, like, how does that function? And how do you make sure people are informed? Um, And those are just a couple examples. Like it really comes down to the individual person and 
you know, when it says teamwork, what does that mean for you? How do you see yourself on a team? And then what do you need to know in order to make sure that you're fitting that role the way that you would like to? Absolutely. It's such a great example. I had a client once say to me, he was a welder and um, and he hated other people, like could not stand to work with other people. We're in it. We're in, in, I think we're in a resume workshop and he's like, you know, like he used other more colorful language about other people. Um, And so I immediately went to, okay, so your strengths are, I asked him a couple of more questions. Like, so if I give you a welding project to do, do you like see it through from start to finish? Yes. Do you need someone to come and check on you? No. Does it annoy you for someone to come and check on you? Yes. Okay. So you're an independent um, you know, task completer kind of thing, you know, thrives in an environment where can work independently and see the job through to, from beginning to end, uh, with limited supervision. So we put that right into his resume because we want to set him up and the employer up for success Mm -hmm. so that they know, put him in a corner, give him the damn job to do and leave him alone. Don't expect him to talk to other humans. And that's where I think sometimes we we don't always capitalize on someone's strengths. What are their strengths? And especially in an age where we really value extroversion Uh and we don't necessarily value introversion, there are a good portion of the population who's like, "Uh, how do I, you know, how do I thrive? And so... Um, that personality piece and that character strength piece is one of the key pieces, I think, for frankly, for people to actually thrive in the workplace. Absolutely. You know, it's funny. I read, it's been a year ago now. I read, uh, the book is called Nine Lies About Work. It's by Marcus Buckingham, who I adore. I will praise that guy to the end of the world and Ashley Goodall. And, um, it literally goes through like, what are some of the nine most common things that we see in the workplace? And I, I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did, because uh, it was really from like an employer perspective. But one of the lies they talked about was there's this idea that as an employer, part of your job should be to help people develop their weaknesses. You should diversify people's portfolios. You should help them be more well-rounded. And they were like, nope, that's total shit. You should be putting people in situations where they can use what they're good at, put them in the wheelhouse and leave them there. <laughs> like that. I was like, I was just so excited. <laughs> I was like, okay, good. Somebody's telling employers the same thing that we're telling potential employees. Um, and that's interesting because it's all, you know, they did all their own research. Like that's what came out of their, their studies that they did. Absolutely. And as a, um, I read one of his earlier books that was talking about that and, and he relates it to, you know, the report card it's seen, um, and where do we invest our resources um, as parents, as teachers, as guidance counselors? And the keys, in fact, are um, to, to invest them into the areas where they're starting to excel in so that they can excel more in. And, um, you know, I can hear parents are all freaking out right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> No, no, we all don't have to be perfect or great or amazing or even a B in everything, right? There are things we are And the more you are, the more you are, the more confusing it is to make career decisions. Absolutely. So it's okay to suck at some things and to never get better at them. 
Yep. Uh, and there are other things that, yes, we're going to want to spend more and in, invest in that. Um, and so that kind of leads into our next topic. Yes, <laughs> oh, that, this one's a do. What? I feel like at the end of every episode, I'm like, oh, the next one's a you are. This one, oh man, this is a money one. Part of where the money comes from. So stay (laughs) tuned for next episode of The One About Careers. Thanks for listening to The One About Careers podcast. You can catch up with past episodes at theoneaboutcareers.com. Join us next week for another bite-sized conversation.